Welcome to the Sharing Our Journey podcast, the podcast ministry of Harrodsburg Baptist Church. As always, I am Associate Pastor Jonathan Johnston, and joining me today, I have uh, Dr. Phil Yates, pastor of Little Zion Baptist Church, listed as Bergen, but we'll just say in Mercer County, right? Yes. Uh, Glad to have you with us today, Phil. Uh, And we are, uh, if you've been following the podcast, we're in the middle of this uh, sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount. And today, uh, Phil and I are going to talk about Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. Uh, And so I'll go ahead and read that, and then we'll, we'll dive into this. This is why I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add a single cubit to his height by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Learn how the wild wildflowers sorry, of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the idolaters eagerly seek all these things, And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Amen. It's a lot uh, covered there. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of us would be satisfied. I mean, even even Sunday when I preach this, I'm taking these verses and making one sermon. This is all in a sermon by, by right. Jesus. This is this is like one of his points. Yes, <laughs> uh, so much there. Uh, so Phil, right off the bat, he says, "Don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body. How, how easy is that to do? Well, you know." Uh, <laughs> And I think it's even uh, even more uh, understandable in our day and time when uh, the prices of food and everything's going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we have some concern uh, about uh, uh, necessities, mm-hmm. but we also know uh, that uh, as we'll get into it, that we don't have to have to be overly concerned because the step of uh, beyond overly concerned is worry and worry is a sin mm-hmm. no matter what we're worrying about worry is always a sin so uh i, I think it's important and, and i don't think that uh, the lord is telling us not to plan right not to be uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh diligent and uh, and and make uh make a, a list or a budget or plan <laughs> uh but he says listen uh there, there's a limit to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he's saying to us. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how you pointed out that worry is a sin because I think a lot of people don't think of that, right? A lot of people, I think, uh, even growing up uh, when I was younger, I, I was a bit of a worrier, right? And for a long time, I remember hearing people just talk about that's kind of who, well, I, I'm a worrier. That's yeah. what I do. And yes. And, it's different if you think about, well, wait a second, that's sinful behavior. Amen. It sure is. Uh, so it is interesting to think about the fact that that God commands us 
numerous times, hey, don't don't worry. Yes. Be anxious in nothing. Right. Um, and and why why is it uh, that worries us in? Well, you know, when we worry, we we're taking uh, control ourselves, uh, and worry says I can do it. Uh, but if we're trusting in God, we have to realize that He's in control, and uh, uh, if we bring it all to Him, as we say sometimes, uh, leave it all on the altar. Whatever your concerns are, and man, in this this pad, we just discussed coming down the steps there, coming to to do this recording. That mm-hmm. during this pandemic, it's been a tough two years during this pandemic. A lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, not only for ourselves. But for our children, for our churches, for our community, for the world, uh, and we need to let uh, uh, the understanding come into our mind and be be uh, cognizant of the fact that God is in control. And when we worry, we take control ourselves. Mm-hmm. We put it in our own hands, and that is uh, it's ungodly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a place we're meant to be. It's That's not, right. It's not our our function. Amen. Uh, through this, we see uh, just there's a lot of things. Um, he, I love how he instantly gives them things that they can they can see, right? He he tells them to look at the birds, uh, and and tells how you know they they don't they don't plant things to to reap like they don't sow, uh, but they and they don't store things in barns, but they're fed. Yes. Uh, and I, to me, I always think of uh, the, the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow. Yes. So I know Amen. he watches me. Uh, and and I, I have to believe the writer of that song was referring to this text when they uh, wrote that. Uh, but may, maybe since we're having a discussion, uh, Phil, what what maybe, uh, because I, I, I would say that this is a passage you, you believe to be true. What what from life maybe has has taught you that because i think we have to learn these things in life yes um to 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 turn loose of uh, of control you know we we as human beings we have the tendency uh, of fixing things ourselves and sometimes our even our uh, professions or our jobs or our livelihood causes more that whether we in management mm-hmm or overseeing a project or whatever. I was a state trooper for 25 years, and I was a fixer for the community. When when the community called for assistance, uh, it usually wasn't a bad situ- a good situation. Usually it was pretty right. bad. <laughs> right. So, uh, I, you know, in many ways, law enforcement had to fix. And, and uh, being that and being, you know, uh, a pastor on top of that, you know, I, I I had a hard time in my early ministry to turn things over to the Lord. And and like you said earlier, it's a process. It's a learned thing because we have to give up of ourselves. We have to be vulnerable. We have to be open. Mm-hmm. We have to be uh, completely honest, you know, and give it to God. And I think that's the process is understanding that, I don't have to fix it all. I don't have to be in control mm-hmm. because I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have to realize I'm not. Yeah. Uh, it, it, may be, uh, it may be different for you, uh, but it might be the same. Grow, growing up in, in the, the United States, I think, one, that mindset's a little more prevalent in our country as far as fixing for ourselves. Uh, but I would even say now, especially as, as a father, Man, there's a lot of times I do feel that pressure 
that I, as, as a husband, I, as a father, I should be able to provide. Yes. I should be able to fix. Yes. Uh, and, and that tension is real, but I think at the end of the day, if, if we train our children to rely on us as the provider, then we're doing them a disservice. Yes. We're, we're, we're setting them up for, for failure, really, yes. because who they need to be looking to is, is God. Yes. To say he is, is the provider. Correct. Uh, and sometimes that means we have to show, like you were talking about vulnerability and honesty, even to our own kids to say, you know what? Dad doesn't have the answer right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and hopefully, like you referenced the pandemic, man, what an opportunity for parents to, to sit down with their children and say, you know what? I don't have the answers. Right. I have no clue yes. about this. I've never dealt with it. Uh, but I do know that God will provide and that God will see us through. Yes. And it gives it, it gives the parents an opportunity to uh, invite our children, whether they're believers or not, to let's pray. Let's pray to mm-hmm. God for answers and let's wait and see how he, how he answers our prayers. And uh, we wait on him and, uh, and that's where our patients come in. And that's where we uh, use that as a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful teaching moment for our children to let them know that uh, you don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. The government doesn't have all the answers, but God does. He right. may use government. He may use other people. He may use me, but ultimately it's God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Jesus continues after talking about the birds. He then goes into the, uh, you know, uh, I love that he says, can any of you add a single cubit to his height by worrying? But <laughs> basically, can you change anything just by worrying? Uh, then he throws in clothes and points out the wildflowers, uh, how they're adorned uh, so much better even than Solomon was in, in all that he had. Um, ultimately, he's speaking to the great care and and love that God has for us. Yes. in In how... He is truly the good father who who gives freely. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, and <laughs> when when we look at that, you know, he he's he's given some practical things that we need. It's not that we don't need <laughs> food and clothing and shelter and, mm-hmm. and all of those things. Those are material things that we need, but he's setting the stage to show um we do need those spirit those spiritual things outweigh the 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 physical things. So he's he said in the things that those are physical. You need those. I'm not saying you don't. Right. Uh, but get the spiritual involved in it. Yeah, get your right. spiritual understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, won't he do much more for you? You have little faith. You know, he says in in verse thirty. Um, so he, he then tells him, "Don't worry." Right. As you've already pointed out, that's sinful. Don't don't worry. Uh, and and he, I love the contrast in 32 where he says, for the idolaters yes. eagerly seek all these things. Yes, yes. And and just having seen, uh, growing up growing up a PK, I, I saw all sorts of videos from missionaries my whole life. And I, it always struck me, the missionaries who were in these uh, foreign lands where people were worshiping at these statues. And you see the great lengths they go to to try and appease this thing, uh, asking it for favor, asking it for uh, you know for for goodwill. Um, but I think it's easy sometimes to to look at them and say, "Oh, that happens 
somewhere else overseas right. and right. miss the fact that in our own society, we have idolaters. And if we're not careful, sometimes we ourselves can become idolaters because maybe maybe we depend on uh, whoever's in the White House or maybe we depend on the government as a whole or maybe we depend on our parents or like there's a lot of different things we can uh, maybe, maybe we're not worshiping at a, a physical idol but at the same time our heart is tuned to um, seeking these things from other sources amen amen uh, but in 33 he gives the the opposite of that he says but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. So he he clearly says for the Christian, the answer to worry. Because I think I think as a human, like you talked about, it's really easy because we do need these things. If if we just look at ourselves and stay in that frame of mind, it's really easy to to go there and to sin by worrying because that's all we think about. Yes. And especially if you watch the news these days, all they give you is is sources for worry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but he he says that for the Christian, no, you you need to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, Amen. and then all of these things, all this stuff you've been spending your time worrying about, God will give you those. Take care of that'll it. be taken care of yes. if you do this other first. Yes, yes. And I think sometimes uh, you were talking about earlier that that doesn't mean He doesn't want us to plan. He doesn't want us to to budget. I think a lot of times people miss out that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. They just want to sit back and say, well, God loves me, take so care he should me. provide for yeah. me. Yeah, And it's like, yeah. but you were told to do something first. Right, amen, yeah. It's like it's like in the scriptures, and we quote it quite often in Second Chronicles 7, 14. Some things are absolute and some things are conditional. He said, if my people. Yeah. You know, so you got you got to do something. You got God expects us to do some things. You know, and I tell people, and I try to share with little Zion quite often that God saves us for life, mm -hmm. but he also saves us for living. Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, yeah. so uh, in this passage that uh, you selected here, three times the Lord says, don't worry. He says it in 25. Mm -hmm. He says it in 31. It says it in 34. Three times he says that, don't worry. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he says it he's, with, with the preface of saying, therefore, because of this, therefore, right. don't yep. worry. Yep. You know, so uh, it, it's a, it's a serious anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. Not only uh, keeps you up at night, but it is it uh, it's detrimental to your health. <laughs> yeah, yep. you know. So what he is saying is not just for that particular thing that you're concerned about or worrying over, but I'm telling you, it's it's a life. Uh, that you have to prepare for. Your life is more than just worrying about things that you have no control over anyway. Yeah. Usually you don't have any <laughs> any control over it anyway. You know? yeah. yeah, you can pretend. Yes. Right? You can pretend and you might convince yourself you have control until something happens to show you yes. that you don't. Uh, it's, it's what was it, uh, Mike, Mike Tyson's famous quote that everybody has a plan until they get punched in the, in the face. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you can have a plan. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but you better understand that your plans may not work and, and that God's plan will. Yes. Uh, and so seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I, I look at it too. 
I've been amazed going through this series at the number of things in the Sermon on the Mount. They're all practical, right? We understand there's there's great promise in the Beatitudes. We understand our call to be salt and light. Those are all practical. But it was also at that time and even in today's time so countercultural. Yes. Um that it presented opportunities to share the gospel. And so like you were saying, he saved us for life, but also for living it. What he's called us to is, Hey, don't, don't worry because everyone else around you is yes. worrying. Yes. So if you don't, yeah, then they're going to notice that. Yeah. And they're going to say, well, why aren't you worried? Yeah. We're all worried. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it gives you the opportunity Amen. then to speak to, yes. you know, Be a seek, witness. seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes. To me, that's saying, yeah, if, if your whole life is centered around seeking what he desires and his glory, you know, his, his glorification, his, uh, his gospel message, yes. then, then that's why I don't worry. Well, I don't yes. worry because everyone else around me is. Yes. And I have the peace of God. Yes. In my life, so I should not. Amen. Uh, if if we do worry, like you said, it's sinful, and it's also a false testimony of who Amen. God is. Amen. What, what's it say to the world, right? Yes, we try to do it all ourselves, and not not land it at the foot of the cross. Yeah. Amen. And and in today's society, I don't I don't know, uh, Phil. You've you've walked this earth longer than I have, but it seems to me, just in my years, that anxiety has become such a more and maybe as we talk about it more now I, I don't know if that's the case or if there are just more people suffering from that now yes. so I, I, I don't know where it is maybe we hear about it more or, or there are in fact more people stressing out to the point of, of having anxiety problems yes. now uh I, I don't know what your thoughts are. Well, on well that. I, I think you're you're right on. You know, we we have we live in a fast paced world, and we say uh, sort of a couple of things that our children are exposed to a whole lot more mm-hmm. now than what we were as children. They have to grow up quicker. Mm-hmm. That brings on stress and anxiety, even depression. Mm-hmm. And we have to guard ourselves and guard our children to just be kids. Let them grow. Let them enjoy childhood. Mm-hmm. I remember my childhood. I don't. I don't see a lot of stress in my childhood because <laughs> I had fun. I was. Right. A, they let me be a kid. We right. had a neighborhood. We had a family and a extended family that let us be kids. Mm-hmm. And I think with all of the exposure that our children are faced today. They grow up with the stress. They take it on uh, in uh, their adolescence and their college years and their uh, young adulthood, and it just compounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to give them coping mechanisms, uh, the Word of God and and Jesus Christ as their Savior to get through those Mm -hmm. anxiety situations. Yeah. And and it's one of those things that there's not really a a quick fix for. You, You have to experience... God providing for you in order to know that he'll provide for you. Yes. Like it's, it's alert. You can read it. We can read this all day long, but until you've been in that, in that place where, uh, in, in, in mine and my wife's case where we've had time and time again, and, and she's great at reminding me about this when I get close to worrying, uh, there's been time and time again where, where you look around and like, I have no idea how we're going to pay this bill. Yes. 
because we just don't have that right now. And then something will show up. Yes. Or or we're going to be strapped for food this week. And then somebody drops off a a meal or invites you to eat and and pays for it. Or, you know, and that's not to, to paint a rosy picture to say, oh, for Christians, it always works out. There's times where where we we still have to go through hard times. Yes. Uh, but it's through those experiences that you learn about how God is true to his word and he he'll provide for what you need. Amen. Uh if if you seek him first. Yes, put him first. Yeah. That's what he says and what what caught my I don't know how much time we have left but oh, it caught good. my attention uh, when 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 you read that again, uh, but seek you first the kingdom of God, and mm-hmm. that's one thing. <laughs> right, uh, the kingdom of God to me is is two phased. Uh, it's the present spiritual reality of being subjects, being called out saints of God, and mm-hmm. Him ruling and reigning in our lives. Right. If he if we in his kingdom seek you first the kingdom of God if we in his kingdom then we're subjects to him mm-hmm. we he's our king and we are his subjects and we ought to be obedient to that rule mm-hmm. that reign if yeah. we're that then we're gonna we we're not we, we get up to the brink of and, and every one of us find ourselves there when <laughs> when situation comes up we come to the brink of worry mm-hmm. and as you're saying we have to draw ourselves back and sometimes it's our spouses sometimes mm-hmm. it's a pastor sometimes it's a friend mm-hmm. that draws us back from overlooking <laughs> that uh, the, right. the the devastation of anxiety looking over the cliff mm-hmm. and worrying about where we're going to go so the kingdom of god is first it's a spiritual reality mm-hmm. it's present mm-hmm. then future after a while it's going to be a physical kingdom but right now it's a spiritual reign of god mm-hmm. in our lives and if we got yeah. the spiritual reign and we obedient to him that we submit to him then the worry can't take over. To, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I love that he closes it in 34. Therefore, don't worry, like you said three times, he says that about tomorrow because tomorrow yes. will worry about itself. Yes. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yes. Uh, I, when you're in those moments of, of anxiety or worry, Man, how easily it does oh, compound, man. and you start you start thinking worst case scenario. Of, well, if this happens, then this is going to happen, yes. and this, and and you get months and years out to to where you've ruined your child's life. That's right, <laughs> and and it's a simple simple decision you're having to make for that one day. Yes, uh, that that years down the road, that child's not even going to remember yeah, that you matter. made that decision. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's funny how we do that. But yeah. just when you were talking just then about how we how we to kind of take our eyes off of who our king is. I had the imagery of, of you know, what you think of with a kingdom and people living in the kingdom. And yes. The way those used to be designed where you had the castle walls were the walls of the city and the and the people lived inside. And they, man, they depended on that king for everything. Yes. He was their defense. He was their, yeah. their, their uh, financial assistance. He was their food supply. Um, and, you know, to, to the Israelites uh, that he's talking to here, they're, they're thinking back to, oh, how great it was when David was king, how right. great it was when Solomon yeah, was yeah. king. And in the same way, yeah, every one of those citizens of the kingdom then looked to, oh, we got a good king. And God's saying, Jesus is saying, you got the best king. Right. You just need to seek his kingdom first. He's, yes. he's going to give you all this. Um, and, and then I was instantly taken too, to uh, to Peter, when when Jesus is walking on the water, 
uh, in the midst of, of the, the waves. And Peter says, well, I want to come to you. Yes. And he said, come. Come on. Come on. And Peter's doing fine to start with. Yes. Until. He starts worrying. He starts worrying. <laughs> he starts <laughs> thinking, I'm I'm a person. I can't walk on water. It's <laughs> not normal. What, that's not normal. What, look at all these waves. I, and then and then sinks because he starts yes. focusing on the problems yes. that he sees Instead of rather than the solution yes. who is right in front of him, who, who, who he's already seen him calm the storm yes. just by saying, peace be still. Yes. And there he is standing in front of him like, <laughs> why Why would you worry if he told you to come? Yes. Uh, but I think I think we do that. I think Amen. God calls us to things sometimes and we instantly start, we, we start doing like Moses. Well, I, I can't speak. Yeah, so I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. And we start worrying. Yeah, worrying uh, about it. And, and taking, taking, Looking at ourselves, I, I I I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not a good speaker. I stutter. I have a, a speech impediment or whatever it right. might be. Yeah. I can't do it. No, you can't. That's why I, you know we depend <laughs> upon him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just stuck out so much that yeah, he called Peter and said, "You come." Yes. And and if if Peter had leaned into that and said, "Well, you know what? He called me to come." Yes. Well, he's not going to call me to come drown. Yes. Like he's calling right. me to come to him. Right. Uh, and so. Uh, just, just good stuff. Uh, Twenty-five through thirty-four uh, about worrying and and why we shouldn't. And and what I love is it doesn't just say don't do it. He gives the reason why we should be able to not. Yes. He, he gives the assurance of the reason you don't worry is because of who God is and and who He is in His nature and what that means for us. Amen. So. Uh, we are at the end of our time for this one. Uh, we we uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to this today. I've enjoyed having Dr. Phil here with us. Uh, and uh, if you do not have a church home, I would encourage you to find one. There's some good ones. If you're in the Mercer County area, there's some good ones like Little Zion. Uh, and there's uh, good ones like Harrisburg Baptist. Check us out. We all have meetings on Sunday mornings. Uh, look at look at the websites or look at online to find the service time for uh, a Bible believing congregation near you, uh, and and get in and plug into the present kingdom of God Amen. as we all wait on the coming kingdom of God uh, together. Uh, and so uh, for uh, Harrisburg Baptist and the Sharing Our Journey podcast, which is a ministry of Harrisburg Baptist, we say uh, to you to don't worry and. Have a great week. Amen.